Hi, we're Sam and Bridget, and you're listening to A Walk Across Texas State. Our guest today is Joni Wilson. Joni is a career counselor in our office and has been an incredible leader in the Texas State community for more than 30 years. As a student, she was the first black woman to receive the Lyndon Baines Johnson Outstanding Senior Award and was the recipient of the prestigious Thurgood Marshall Fellowship. She is a recipient of the Mariel Muir Mentoring Award, Excellence and Diversity Award, and inducted into the Women's Hall of Fame. We're very lucky to have her on our team, and we're excited to talk to her today. So you just joined our team as a career counselor, and yeah, it's very exciting to have you on board, Um, and so we're excited to get to know you a little bit more. But when it comes to career counseling, we were hoping that you could tell us what career counseling is and what drew you to that field. Wow. Okay. I'll start with what drew me to the field, because actually, even before I even started studying it in graduate school, I was doing it already. Mm -hmm. And simply because um, it was a way of empowering um, women who have been in abusive situations and was trying to change careers. And so I did that naturally through my um, groups that I used to, um, I'm not doing it right now, but I used to do uh, women groups uh, through my church ministry, uh, especially um, women who are single parents, Mm -hmm. uh, because that is a passion of me, for me, uh, to help women who have been in abusive situations or single parents, and then if they're wanting to either change careers or just even just want to get a better job. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I do is I was just trying to help them with resumes or even just trying to, um, for interviews, you know, as far as to help them to go, how to go through an interview. Because a lot of times people are afraid of that interview. And sometime behind that is some of the things they have been through um, a lot of it is was uh, for this one particular person it was because of the abuse, and so she had a lot of problems with self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so that's how I really got started with this. And sure. so even before I was even went to graduate school, I was already doing that that type of thing in the in the um, I guess in in the um, in my church, but also mm-hmm. in I guess. Everywhere I went, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just was trying to think of a word, but it's just, it came naturally for me uh, to do that. So that, it just lent itself very naturally to work in this field. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I took my first graduate class in career, you know, I just ate it up because then I found out about all this theory that in a way that I was already doing before I even knew it was a theory behind it. So I was just like, yeah, I know how to do that. I was already doing that. So so that was just that was just terrific. Um, so I guess that's how I got started in it. It's just some, something that just went grew naturally for me. Um, and so I have just enjoyed, I haven't even been here that long, and I've just enjoyed what I've been able to do um, here. So. Yeah. I, I remember you told me a story you you were doing counseling interning with us mm-hmm. and you told me a story that you were I don't remember where you were but you were like at a like a party or something over the weekend and maybe it was your nieces 
were talking, I think it, I think it might've been a family member or maybe friends of family. And they were talking to like asking you questions about like college and Mm -hmm. their concerns and kind of what they were going through in life. And you told me that you gave them career counseling and it just kind of flowed out of you. Yes. (laughs) And that happens a lot. You know, it's, it's just a part of who I am. And it's simply because of all the experiences I've had and I had to learn by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I started, when I started, before I started school, um, I remember trying to figure out how I was going to do better for my children mm-hmm. and how that I was going to break through as far as with different jobs and how was I going to gain skills and all of that stuff. And I, I remember I've always had to work menial jobs until I took an office skills class. That was the beginning of me changing my career and then leading up to going to to college. But it started there, trying to figure it out when I was working as a cook Mm -hmm. in in the hospital and I was working as a nurse's aide. And and so I had to figure all of that out of where to go, what to do, how to get there, Mm -hmm. you know. And so all of that just kind of flows naturally for me because I've been there, I've experienced it from the bottom up. And so like, so when somebody's asking me about what to do, I just like, okay, this is how you do this or whatever. How, these are how you take those steps. And so when somebody's struggling, it just kind of flows naturally, you know, and it's not like I have to pick up a book or, or whatever. It just happens for yeah. me, you know. So I, <clears throat> it just uh, reminds me of a time when it was a graduate student was, that was struggling. Um, she had... Um, applied for a position here at Texas State, and um, she didn't get it. And uh, some of it was because of interview skills. And I told her, I said, you know what? I'm going to take you under my wing, and we're going to learn how to interview. And I didn't have to do it, but I just did it because I, I feel sorry for people who feel like, you know, they, you know, they're a failure just because they didn't do well. And so, and then a lot of times people will just talk about you and not do something about it to empower that person. And uh, she was a first generation. And so what I did is I, I made her, um, I gave her some interview questions. I asked her to practice them. I asked her to dress up as if she was going for an interview, come to my house. And I interviewed her. And do you know the next time when she was interviewing for a job, for it was for a GA position, do you know she got it? You know. And so those type of things, they just naturally happen for me because I want to empower people, give them the skills so, and the knowledge so they can do it on their own. So. Well, and I think that something you talked about and you've been touching on a little bit is you keep saying that that just flows out of me. Mm-hmm. That's just something I do. And so it sounds like, and I don't know when exactly it happened, but you really came into and discovered and recognized your gifts and then mm-hmm. leaned into them. Yes. And so I'm just kind of curious how you came about recognizing those, kind of what that path looked like and maybe when that started to happen. I think it's, it's always because uh, I've been on the other side of not knowing and, um, and how much it empowered me to know and how much it empowers me to have the skills and always wanting to make sure that other people have the skills and the knowledge and to empower them. So I think it happened for me 
even before I came to Texas State, but it really helped me when I worked in student diversity and inclusion, where I was helping marginalized students um, acquire skills. Because a lot of times when marginalized students come on this campus, a lot of things that we take for granted, they come with nothing. You know, even something like networking, you know, they don't have a network. You know, they don't know who to ask. Even something like, oh, etiquette. They don't have that. They don't have those skills. Or how to tie a tie, what you do here. They don't have those skills. They don't know who to ask. Or even how do you address someone, you know, who is higher than them. They don't know how to do that. And so uh, I have always been an advocate for helping people to acquire the skills, you know, and so that they can empower others. And so I'm big on that uh, because I know when I came here to Texas State, I knew nothing, <laughs> you know, and I learned from others, you know, and so I've, I've never felt like I knew or was bigger than somebody else. I've always felt like I was a servant to my students. I really have used that throughout the years I've been here at Texas State. I've never felt like I was higher than anybody else. And even though, oh yeah, you're this, or you have all this knowledge, I've always felt as a servant to others. And it has helped me to feel like that because I always remember coming here and not knowing anyone. And so I make sure that I keep that in the forefront of my mind when I'm speaking to students and them not knowing anyone and being petrified, <laughs> you know? And then uh, being able to have, I had faculty, staff, and students who helped me get through school. And I never want to ever forget that because it takes a village, you know? Something that you have shared with me is this idea of your gifts making room for you. Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear you talk more about that. Well, um, this is something that I even um, was sharing with uh, a graduate student because uh, I, um, I supervise, used to supervise graduate students. And um, my last graduate student I supervised, she always felt like because she was an introvert like me, that um, but she was didn't belong in student affairs because she felt like everybody else was so outgoing and you know you have to be a certain way to be in student affairs and we would have talks all the time about how your your gifts will make room for you that who you are just keep true to who you are and whatever your gifts are wherever you're going to be and wherever you land in student affairs your gifts are going to be there, your gifts and your gifts will be used. And so we would have these talks all the time because she felt like everybody in student affairs was, you know, extroverted. And I had to talk to her about me being so introverted, and yet I was able to use my gifts. And so after the year, the two years of working with her, she really understood that because she did get a chance to use her gifts. One of them is that um, her degree and um, she had a degree in journalism and she did a lot of marketing and, and things like that. And she was used very highly, a lot. And, and then after the two years were over with, she, she, uh, the, the last thing she quoted to me was uh, in her new job is that, I'm using my gifts, you know, and so that's where I 
I feel that a lot of times we feel like we have to go down a certain path or have to be like everyone else when we have to be true to who we are, but we have to know who we are and that whatever your gifts are, wherever you land, whatever job you are in, that your gifts are going to make room for you. For instance, I love to cook. I have always cooked for students. Even when my daughter was going to school here, I just remember a whole bunch of students coming over to my house and I'm cooking for them. That's just something I've done naturally because my dad was a gourmet chef and I learned how to cook from him. So anyway, one day, um, one of my colleagues said, why don't you cook and bring some food on campus and have some st our students come to the office? I said, oh, okay, I'll do that. So I did that and we had like maybe like 30 students show up. The next thing I know, we have Mama's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so, but that, that just shows how your gifts will make room for you. And now it's a Bobcat tradition, you know, but it's just using my simple gifts of showing love to students in a way that is servanthood, you know. But I had been doing that for years, just inviting students into my home. I remember one year for Thanksgiving, I had um, students who were from different countries, you know, for Thanksgiving because they don't have a place to go for Thanksgiving. And so they came to my house. So that is just something that I did naturally, but it made room and now it's a bobcat tradition. So don't ever think that you have to be a certain way or have to do a certain path, you know, have a certain pathway like everyone else. I tend to be the type of person that supports others who are in the limelight. That's just who I am. But yet people do recognize that. They give me, you know, all these awards and stuff, but I'm just, <laughs> just being who I am. I have one final question. Um, you've talked about empowering students, and, you know, we do that through listening to them and giving them the tools because we've gone through those struggles. So what do you think – might be the advice you would give students in general listening to this podcast about being empowered over their career path? I think for students, um, the main thing is to understand who they are, but understand their values. What do they value? And it may change over time. They may start out wanting a whole bunch of money, <laughs> but as yeah. they go through life, such as I, I, I feel like, you know, what's mostly important to me is peace of mind and being in a place where I feel I can, get, I can give back. But at the beginning, it may be that value of making money because you have a whole bunch of, you want to have a whole bunch of kids, you know, or whatever, you know, you're going to have a family. So knowing your values, knowing what you want um, and not be influenced by others uh, I think that is so important, and, and I talk about that a lot when I'm um, talking to students in, with career in, in exploration is to understand who you are, who are your, what are your values, not what your mama say, what, not what your daddy say. What do you want? And a lot of times when they start being indecisive and not knowing, there's something behind that besides just not knowing. And so then we have to explore a little bit deeper with that. So yeah, so that's the main thing. 
And then we can go on from there after they know who they are. And it's not going to happen overnight, you know. Um, a lot of times it takes more than one visit to understand that and, and speaking to somebody about it, you know. So, yeah. Thank you, Joni. That was amazing. That's it. Oh, wow. <laughs> A Walk Across Texas State is produced and edited by Zachary Webb and student producer Zach Blue. Music by Richard Hall. For free resources and additional information about our services, head over to careerservices.txstate.edu and follow us on social media at TXSTCareers. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.